You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, August 18th. The LA Galaxy getting ready less than 24 hours away. In fact, we could say 23 hours away from kicking off against the Seattle Sounders in what probably could be billed at least this far. I love when we have to put this many qualifiers on anything. As the biggest game the Galaxy have played this season, it's a trap game from both angles. We're going to talk about that. LA Galaxy, Seattle at Dignity Hill Sports Park on Friday night. Uh, We're also going to talk about the surprise. If you listened on Monday, Kevin Baxter slid a little surprise in there. He talked about the Herbalife renewal. It happened the next day, so we're going to talk about the Herbalife renewal, uh, whether that's good, that's bad, all those other things. Uh, Ricky Pooch, he had his press conference. We're going to talk a little bit about that and, of course, get you ready for L.A. versus Seattle to help me do that. He's back in the saddle again. That's good for somebody from Texas. It's Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, how's it going, buddy? Pew, pew, pew. I don't think they do that in Texas. But you, you probably I'll, not. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll make it work. Good to be back two weeks in a row. Happy to see everyone in the chat. The chat's lively as ever before we even get started. So, yeah, excited. The countdown's working. Um, my videos are already a little bit off. So, again, got to be here live yeah. to experience all the magic. Yeah, I was going to say, if it starts sliding quickly away as it just sort of floats into... I, I had the same problem on Monday night. I think I fixed it on Monday night. I, hopefully, we won't have you upside down by the end of this again because that's... <laughs> That's sort of that was where exciting. We, it hurt. It hurt a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just just recovering here. Yeah, it was a, it was a topsy. I, I thought you were in Australia for a second because it was you know you were down under that for sure. Oh man, oh man, wow. I'm off to a hot start. Hot start. Tell me about your life right now. How's how are things? How how's the weather? How's I heard that maybe you're going to get a lot of rain. Do you need a boat? A lot of rain uh-huh. in the last couple of days after a 60 day drought. Mm-hmm. So happy to see the rain coming out ahead of my, my Drew Barrymore moment where I just get out and enjoy the rain. If you're not running in the rain, you're not enjoying life. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see temperatures start to cool down, uh, you know, here here in the middle of the country. So exciting times. How's the, how are things over there? It, it's hot. You guys miss me? It's hot. No, no, not at all. But <laughs> it, it, it's hot. I was uh, I had to go inland a little bit. It was over 100 degrees yesterday, I think. And so everybody's sort of at that moment. The good news is that if you go like like in the evenings and you're closer to the beach, it is, it's wonderful, yeah. right? It's that perfect temperature we're, where it's like 73 degrees outside and you're like, oh, okay, this isn't, this isn't horrible, but, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're getting to, you know, pumpkin spice season just around the corner again, not quite there, but we can smell it. The, yeah. the scent, the, the pumpkin spice scent is, is starting to fill the airs. So. Uh, I was going to say our, our buddy, John, we, cause we mentioned, uh, the Ohio state university, uh, <laughs> on, on joke last, uh, last Thursday, our buddy, John, who went to the Ohio state university was yep. all pumped up about that. He was like, which we got a shout out. We got a shout out. I'm like, not really. It was, it was which, more of a jokes thing. I will say they dotted the first eye, you know, so the marching bands getting, that's how, you know, college football yep. starting to come back. It's, you know, it's fall playoff push. That's, yeah, I was going to say it must be playoffs, except it, yeah. it it's going to be less this year because literally two games into October, the season's over. So it's not even going to be cool 
right? Until like it's still everybody forgets it's still hot in September, right? It's still hot yeah. all the way through September. And then it's usually yeah. hot midway through October until <laughs> like sometimes on Halloween, it can still be 80 degrees outside, yeah. right? You know, that type of thing. It, but yeah. hopefully we won't get there. Good times. Okay. And then we have the World Cup in Qatar. What's what's is it going to rain there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. They'll, they'll really throw a, throw a whole wrench in everything. So um, it should be interesting. Galaxy getting ready. I, I was going to say you you get to say at least a little bit about five two win over over Vancouver. Um, Vancouver actually played last night. Played against Colorado. I watched most of that game, unfortunately. Um, and uh, Colorado looked like they were going to tie that game. The tie would have been the best sort of yeah. solution for everything. As it was, Vancouver tucked up underneath the LA Galaxy again. I think they have two games. Uh, played two more games in the LA Galaxy right now. So Galaxy still actually in pretty good shape with that game in hand. But uh, what did you think of the 5-2 victory? Were you sitting there shouting, finally, finally? <laughs> I, I was. And I, I talked about it on the show that I have to go with what my eyes told me. And I was not expecting a win. But I also said that that is the type of game that should be a turnaround game. It was kind of a slump buster. And it ended up actually being that. You know, the four-goal explosion looking good in the first half. Um it covered up. So the galaxy still showed signs of turning off and allowing some of those goals and kind of easy made it easy for the Vancouver Whitecaps who really were not great for the majority of that game. So to give them two goals um, really isn't indicative of the galaxy's performance. So that's the one thing. Five goals covers that up really nicely, though. So especially when you're able to see Grand Sur finally convert, um, you know, Cabral give that nice ball to him. Uh, Chicharito with a PK, a Panenka. So again, that's one of those things we've seen him do in training. So it's nice to see him actually pull it off. Vasquez get on the score sheet. So it was just one of those things. The most impressive part was we've seen, um, you know, uh, Chicharito with multi-goal games, uh, Jovalich with multi-goal games. But here, five goals, five different players. I think that's promising. You're getting the team start to gel, start to peak at the right time. I saw someone say, you're going to pooge at the right time, but then you got to be careful <laughs> right, uh, you know, yeah. what you say there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's good or bad yet. I haven't yeah, figured exactly. that one out. So, um, but, Yeah, but also just to kind of wrap it up and put a bow in, I know you guys uh, covered it on Monday as well, is was this a really good Galaxy performance or is Vancouver really bad? And it's... The answer is probably yes, <laughs> yes correct. Yes. It's, it's both of those things. And so it's now we're going to see the true test, which is against Seattle, who I know everyone says they're slumping and I know they're struggling, but you look at the standings and it's it's they have the same number of wins as the Galaxy. Uh, I still have the PTSD response when you see Jordan Morris and Rui Diaz and Ch- Ladero. Chicken you know, cutlet. Chicken yeah, cutlet. Yeah. yeah, whatever your opinions, those guys, when they play the Galaxy, for what, in, especially in recent years, they put them away. So I'm excited for this game because this is going to be one of those – those true tests to see, okay, was this a fluke or is it a real thing? And that's the poll problem, right? Cause we've played this game before this season. It's like, Hey, you guys looked really good. Oh, this is going to be the turnaround. This is when it starts. I mean, if you wanted a turnaround to start, if you wanted something to click, that was the, like, this is the time to do this it. Right. Moment. This mm-hmm. is it. And, you know, I think Kevin and I were talking just about how the galaxy looks so much com- more comfortable without Costa out there. And I, I just think that that's going to be a trend even whenever uh, Ricky comes on and, and plays this Friday. So um, I, I just I think that the galaxy are sort of uh, I think Greg Vanny gave Douglas Costa as much leash as he could. And the SKC game was the was the breaking point. And, I, you know, I just feel that you can sort of feel. And, and, and the other thing I will say is and and Greg Vanny said it I think I've said it on the show too um but he's he he's hinted at different things which is don't underestimate what a new player like Ricky a new enthusiasm and like just sort of a new lease on life what that kind of enthusiasm a player like him can bring 
to a club. And if you watched any of the press conference and you didn't sit there all like gooey eyed and smiling whenever you heard this little, he looks like a little boy up there. He, he, I can't believe that either I'm so old that he looks so young or that he really does look, he doesn't even look 23. You would card him and probably wouldn't let him into like an 18 and over party. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I'll make it topical to Southern California, even though I'm not there. He, he couldn't get into Knott's Prairie Farm without a chaperone, probably. They, they'd start asking for his card there. So I agree with you. But the other thing that I, I mentioned it on Twitter before coming on here, that I don't know what to think because I'm actually coming into a podcast optimistic about the galaxy. And it's <laughs> because out. some of that, yeah, because some of that be real of, uh, of Puj, you know, he, he, he seems really comfortable on the ball. And that's what the highlights seem to show. And that was a conversation I was having with, uh, you know, our, our good friend Eddie from from Nag News is, well, are the defenders too easy to get through? Is the Galaxy that bad and he's just making it look good? Or is he truly a ball? I think I'd lean more to the guy's great with the ball at his feet. He's a little bit of a magician. And that's exactly what the Galaxy have needed. So had they made this move, you know, in February, I'd be like, we're, we're winning MLS Cup. This is it. We got it. This is the piece. But this this season, the way things have gone, you're being more cautious, you know, even when you have a young Barcelona player come in. It's like, okay, I'm not going to get too excited. But all of the signs just point in that direction. He seems excited. He's saying all the, you know, just like Vanny saying all the right things. Ricky's saying all the right things. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this is my chance. This is something, you know, to show off myself, show off my talents. The nobody believed in me, got my chip on my shoulder. It just, it just feels, it feels right. So we're going to (laughs) see if that all goes out the window tomorrow night, but we'll find out. It was funny. He did talk about his family who came out with him and he was like, oh, they're really happy. They're really helping me out. You know, they're helping me, you know, find a place to live and they're helping me buy a cell phone and, you know, like just get, open a bank account. I'm like, hey, what What are we doing here? We're like, he's <laughs> moving. He's, he's, this I, is a big move. I just, it just feels like, I don't know, in, in the international world of banking where you can pretty much have a bank account anywhere and everything works. It's just like, does he have to come here and set up a bank account? Does that, does that make it easier? Like, I guess it does. Ta- maybe taxes. I'm showing him. Yeah, they're showing him how to pack his lunch and, you know, how to wash, do his laundry. It's like he's going to college. You know, he's he's having the true, you know, off to college, back to school experience. My, my next door neighbor, um, uh, she is uh, she just went to Cal. She like they literally left two days ago. And I was like, oh, man, they drove in like one little Honda Civic up to Cal. And I'm like, how did you get I, 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 to, the, to the neighbor? I'm like, how did you get all your stuff in a car? It took me like two explorers worth of things to get over to Arizona state whenever I went. And she's like, I was going to say to get to the live show at taps. It took two trips. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. It did. And that was just down the, down the street. Um, but no, just the whole deal. And she's like, Oh, my mom has one of those vacuum sealer things. And so I'm like, Oh, so all your stuff is like in a queue in a four inch by four inch cube. And whenever you open it up, it like explodes and sets things up. So, um, anything, anyway, it's just, just interesting seeing that. And, and I think there is some enthusiasm. I think that that game against Vancouver, even though Ricky didn't play, I think, showed some enthusiasm for what is about to happen these last 10 games. So we'll talk about uh, Ricky here in just a little bit, just to give you an idea once again, where the LA galaxy stand in terms of points. Yes, sir. You, you, I, wrote, I was, you raised your hand. I was yes. corrected in the chat. Mm-hmm. Four different players, not five different players. Grand oh, Sir scored twice. twice so. Yeah. My mistake, and but again, he hasn't scored in so long. It felt like he, he was two different guys. And he created yeah, three still. goals. He created three goals too. So, like, I understand why you you know why you were thinking that there was an extra guy out there. Yeah. It, at, at one point, there was an extra guy for the LA Galaxy because Vancouver had one less play. Did Very do true. you forget that? Do you forget that they finished that Vancouver finished with ten guys? 
and it's one of those things like usually there's a graphic. They didn't even put the graphic. Like there was a little red card. It was, and it was kind of a weird red card too. So it was a borderline yeah, second yellow, but it was perfectly justified because he should have already had at least a red card from like get, smacking Jonathan Bond in the head. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Are we going to talk about that? Did we I, talk I don't, about I, that on Monday? I think we I talked about it on Monday, but go ahead. Go ahead. Talk. It's, it's just how ridiculous it is looking back at the Kevin Cabral red card Saw where that. he was trying to jump out of the way. Yep. And we were fed a line of, of BS, frankly that it's a point of emphasis there's no touching to the head and there have been multiple instances now with the galaxy where there's been contact to the goalkeeper's head and there's no card and there's no var and there's no point of emphasis discussion and it's really frustrating and i'm going to also say that i'm of the opinion that it shouldn't be a red card that vancouver play that hit to the head it was it was a swipe to the head right but the fact that he didn't catch him you know, it wasn't but, like but a, are, are, a crucial thing. So I'm, I'm not going to say that that, you know, it's going to be a red card 100 percent of the time. But based on what pro referees has told us and what MLS has told us, just be consistent across the board. That's all we're asking for. And so that's that's the frustrating thing with the contact at the head. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? I think you've asked the pool reporter question and you just get, you know, you uh, we, get a, a non answer. You get the answer. You know, you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't ask about the 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 last one, this last one, because I was like, I'm tired of asking about it. Like, it's just it's the same same non answer every single time. I do want to ask you, though, and I feel strongly about this. Should re we reward people for swinging and missing at people like isn't that an intent and to hurt <laughs> somebody and just because a one the person is athletic and they dodge it or b that like it was just a bad swing and like you miss right shouldn't that still be a red card like if i go to punch you in the face and you like step sideways and i and and i miss you like does, that's not a red card now because i didn't make contact because you're you're more athletic than i am is that is that I, fair that doesn't seem fair right yeah i don't know i feel like minority report we need the people who what's the intent what are they trying to do and then once we figure out the intent then we can you know, hang them up for murder. So again, uh, <laughs> we're getting in some, some fun questions. Is this intentional? Is it not? So I think, I think a referee, that's a lot of hard things to make that decision. So I think if he makes contact, fine. If he doesn't, you get lucky. You get fortunate there. Mm, I don't, it doesn't sit well. With you don't me. like it. I don't like, I, it's like the intent. It's like you intended yeah. to hit him. And then just because you, you do hit him, then it's regular. Or you were, or, or you were bad at hitting him. Yeah. And I was thinking about that Shaq, that Shaq play. There was one where Shaq threw a wild punch and it missed. And it's like, well, had that have connected, Shaq probably would have been, you know, in, in jail. jail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say for murder, probably that dude, that dude's giant. Have you ever seen him in person? Like, like neck, not, like he close. He's recently giant. moved to Texas. He's supposed to supposedly in this area. So you, we'll see. I'm looking for him. You I, I, can't miss him. Right. I was going to say <laughs> he's a giant dude. I, I don't think you can miss him. So anyway, um, yeah, all, all interesting things. Let's go over uh, real quick where the LA galaxy stand after the three points with Vancouver. Uh, we have a target still and we're holding it at 48. Now there's projections that show it at 46, but let's, let's, play the 48 game and okay. i would like to remind everybody at 48 points the la galaxy missed the playoffs last year they got 48 and they missed the playoffs beat on tiebreaker okay um target is 48 points they currently have 33 points that means they need 15 points out of their next 30 total available points that's 10 games remaining 10 times 30 is 30 that's the math that you need to understand here is the seattle game that comes up this seattle game is really important and one of the reasons that we'll focus on it so much is it goes Seattle, 
and then you go on the road to New England and Toronto. Toronto looks like they could be playing in the lower levels of Serie A right now in terms of how good they're playing and all the Italians that they have. Uh, New England is hit and miss sometimes, but certainly a, a scrappy team, and you have to travel all the way there. Huge, big yeah. disadvantage. If you, turf, turf field. Yeah, if you got two points out of those two games, I don't think anybody would be upset about that particular outcome, right? And if you can steal three points and get a point, if you get four points out of it, oh my God, you just won the lottery, right? I mean, there's yeah, all these things... Go ahead. I was going to say that that's actually the discussion. I think when we were we were doing our math update uh, on this and what's the projection and what are we looking like? I remember Bruce Arena and I can't remember if I'm misremembering this or if Bruce Arena did things like this. I remember him saying, "Okay, this week we want to get four points, or this week we want to get, uh, you know, this X amount of points." So it wasn't necessarily we're going to Seattle and you know we need oh, we need a win here or a draw would be nice. It was like over this stretch of games. This is the target that we want to hit, and what, however we get there is fine. And I think if you look over those next three games, Seattle, New England, Toronto, especially with two of them being an East Coast road trip, I think if you say over the next three games, if we can get four points, that's a, a success. So if you get win at home and then you draw one of the next two, I think you're in good shape. If you're able to, you know, maybe you things don't go well and you, you know, draw at home or maybe you lose at home, you need to win one of the road games and then maybe try to draw one of them. And it changes how you play, changes your tactics. So I think setting a target goal for, okay, over this stretch of games, I think is something because it's going to affect the way you play. Because I think if they win versus Seattle at home, you're going to be a lot more loose, a lot more free on that road trip, knowing where you're sitting in the standings, where if not, it's going to up the pressure, it changes the way you play. We know the Galaxy under pressure, they get tight, they they see, have the ability to get in their own head. So you want a Galaxy team who's confident, who's free-flowing, who's not worried about the points, and is just going to go out there and, and play their game. So the last thing I'll mention is with the target points, we have the target at 48, because that's what it was last year. I know you mentioned on Monday, 46 is something that you read on 538, they have 45 as being good enough to, uh, to be the seventh wow. place slot. So 45 points could be enough. But again, uh, we, I think we want to see them maybe not squeak into the playoffs or not have to worry about goal differential or not have to go into decision day stressed. So I, I think, you know, 13, 14 points over the next 10 games, that that's good enough. I think that'll, that'll get them there. That'll put them at 46, 47 uh, in a little room to spare there. Yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, I, I, like you said, I really I really like the whole view of if you can when you beat Seattle at home, you are in a much better mind space to take on a tough road trip than you are of, hey, you need to have points on this road trip, right? Like mm. the road trip becomes a little less important if you're able to beat Seattle. I'm not saying Correct. that you shouldn't that you can't go out there, but it's it's a difficult road trip and any points on it really would be good points. They're points that you're probably not expected to get. So you have to look at it as in you're playing two games on the road, back to back, short turnarounds, all those fun things. And you're flying across the country and doing all this stuff. Right. And you're, you're, you're likely to get zero points. Yeah. So, and they're Eastern conference games. So no one is gaining ground on you. So not to be nihilistic, but you really, if they don't win those games on the road, it's really no sweat off your back because at the end of the day, you need to you need to beat your Western Conference foes. That's where you're gonna you know make your money. So it's really it's all gravy on the, on that road trip. Any points they can get out of that, it's a net positive because that's that's not what they shouldn't be banking on those points. It's all extra. All right, let's get into a, a little bit of the news about Herbalife and the the renewal. Now, if you remember, much much earlier this year. We had hinted at this. In fact, I said at one point, I said, if you, I go, if you're hoping that Herbalife is going to go away, 
I don't, I'm, that's not what I'm hearing, right? Basically there was always sort of this talk that perhaps Herbalife was going to come back and there's a whole bunch of different reasons for it. Let's go over some of the, some of the different technical things we can discuss whether or not we think that good deal, bad deal, however it sort of looks. Um, the old deal that they're replacing was a 10 year deal worth $4.4 million per year. You can do the math on that's $44 million over the 10 years. That's a very large amount of money for those 10 years. It was one of the largest amounts of money in major league soccer. Whenever they signed the deal and the total amount, the 44 was a large amount of money in major league soccer when they signed the deal. So, but think about this whenever you're sort of looking at this next one. Now, the next one, the new deal is five years, $7 million, right? So $35 million over the life of the deal. 35 million is less than 44 million, just in case you're playing long, but it's also for half of it. So if you double that, it would be $70 million, right? So it's a significant increase in yearly of what Herbalife is giving. Now, here's the difficult part. <laughs> we know, and certainly uh, there were articles that came out, I think it was by the Sports Business Journal, that came out and basically said that the LA Galaxy and Herbalife were in an exclusive negotiating window. Now, basically, this happens a lot in contracts where the two parties say, hey, whenever this deal is over or whenever we're renewing, like before it's just about before it's up, within six months of it being up, we get an exclusive window where we only talk to each other and nobody else can come in and take that. Okay, so contractually, you're bound to not talk to other people during that time, okay? Now, there's some other things you have to realize is that, uh, yes, the LA Galaxy, as a, uh, as a team underneath AEG, is responsible for that negotiation up to a certain point. AEG has their own sponsorship division that basically does all of this stuff, and that's not a small company whenever you're talking about, you know, the uh, the O2 arena, right? I mean, the O2 part of that is something that AEG negotiated to be O2. Yeah. And it's worth, you know, I don't even know. I'm sure it's millions and millions of dollars, right? I didn't <laughs> yeah. look it up, but it's we worth, don't know if they got the crypto.com center deal. But yeah, but I, they, I mean, they did. I guaranteed that they were also part of the crypto.com. Right, that's right? what yeah, I'm yeah. No, I'm saying it's oh. the yeah, same same neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In terms of of the, the largeness, right? And they remember AEG has facilities all over the world. Um, they're very much into the real estate of where those places are um, are located. Um, and in some cases, they even build the facilities in order to facilitate having the ability to host events and host concerts and have the advertising, all that stuff. AEG and not the LA Galaxy. Let's separate it for a second. AEG is very well, is very knowledgeable in the space, right? It's not like you're talking about somebody, people who do this for a living. There's an own department. This is all they do. So likely... There was a lot of market research done by AEG to sort of say, okay, what's there? And it's up to AEG to sort of put some numbers together and say, hey, Herbalife, during this exclusive window, right? To say, hey, Herbalife, this is how much it's going to take for us to sign a deal inside this window, right? We have to, and and Eric, you and I talked about this. You know <laughs> that they said LAFC got $6 million. I was just going to say, yeah, we're, right. we're going to get to that point. Yeah. So they knew the market value of, hey, our neighbors across the way, this is what they got. We have this long-standing relationship. You're you're printing money, you know. Let's let's not let's ma not make this a deal that we regret making. So that's the other thing that I go back to is just a long-standing partnership. It's been ten years. Obviously, it's not, and the chat's kind of blowing up. It, with, you it's know, fifteen years. So fifteen years. Yeah, well, when, it's fifteen years before back. that. So it's five Correct. years, then ten years, and now another five. So this is a long-standing relationship, and it goes beyond just the shirt sponsorship. There's, you know, you talked about the nutrition that happens with the smoothies. That's all related to Herbalife. So there's just this long-standing kind of relationship. And when you have that type of business relationship, it's 
not easy to walk away from that because there are relationships that are built with people behind the scenes and you're going to, you know, do each other those favors. And that's the hard part of it. And so you see a lot of it's pyramid scheme, Ponzi scheme, whatever you want to say at the end of the day. And the one thing that I'll push back is AG doesn't have the cleanest bill of health when you talk about things that they support and things that, you know, they're in favor of and, and make donations to, you know, so there, there's some point where you, everything that you, you know, invest your interest in, there's going to be some dark sides to it. Obviously some are going to be a lot worse than others, but if you're supporting the galaxy who's AEG owned, there's already kind of a deal with the devil. Then you have Herbalife, you know, they, who else was going to offer 7 million? Are we, can we confidently say that there were, you know, other, you know, companies and sponsorships who are banging them down to the door to offer, offer eight, nine, $10 million for an LA galaxy shirt sponsor for a team that it's only made the playoffs once in the last four or five years. It's, it's fun to throw all those oh, in and out would look cool. SpaceX would look cool. I see. Yeah. Shout out to Chris V. Who just yeah. I was just thinking that. G- that's gave one us of those. a $2 super yeah. chat there. <laughs> By the way, a $5 super chat from uh, Tim as well. Tim, I don't know if you had a question. Put it down there. And we'll we'll try to try to show it. Go ahead. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. So it's just one of those things for the concept kits. Obviously, it's going to look a lot cooler if you have a different sponsor with the history that Herbalife has. It, it's spotty, especially taking advantage of lower income people and especially in the Hispanic community. Yes. And you think about who supports the LA Galaxy. So. I understand if you're mad at it, you don't want to buy a jersey, 100% get that. Um, and you, you can put pressure on the club. Hey, let's look elsewhere. And that's fair. That's fair. Yep. But at the same time, these things happen. You know, I, I I don't know if this is my first cancelable offense here. I, I enjoy a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. How and, dare uh, you? <laughs> you know, How dare, that's the Texas I, Sometimes I go talking. to that. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I go to that drive-thru and I enjoy it. Maybe they don't do great things, but I enjoy a chicken sandwich. And maybe it's okay. People are going to go there anyway. You know, is my per, you know maybe that's someone mentioned is it defeatist to just say, well my I'm going to take my personal stance against it and and maybe that's your own personal compass. I have a personal vendetta against living spaces. They did me wrong, and I am never shopping at living spaces again. Wow, is that going to change the bottom line for living spaces? No, but I have that personal stance, and I'm welcome to make that chance. But you have to understand they do business. They're gonna they're gonna go on and they're gonna make their money and do their thing as well. I wish that a pox on living spaces. No, no living spaces. Wow, wow. But living spaces. You didn't know, I, you didn't I know didn't, that's where this is going. I, I, I mean, I was going to tell you today that we were going to be sponsored by them, but I don't think man. they're going to. Oh, man, oh, so man. close. This, this is not good. But right. so it's just one of those things. Not that you put your head in the sand and you say, oh, well, you know, I'm going to look the other way. You just you understand this is how this works. But if it really is truly a stance you want to take, make that known to the FO. You know, say we're, we're embarrassed that this is a shirt sponsor for us. Uh, you know, and if it, you, enough noise is made and it's a true movement and right. enough people are moved by it, then yes, you can affect that change. But also, you know, when we're able to, you know, buy out DPs at $6 million and not have impact, no, not a lot of other clubs could do that. And it's the luxury of being attached to something like AEG. And if no other companies are offering $7 million, $8 million to be your shirt sponsor, so sure, we could take a little bit less money. But at the end of the day, aren't you trying to build that salary and, and kind of get the best players you can? So you need to try to get as much of that, uh, you know, fill, fill the coffers as much as you can. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that makes me a bad person, morally unsound person, but it's I think it's just acceptance for the way things are. I mean, um, 
Yeah, I, I understand where you're at. I, I don't have any problems with that that particular stance. By the way, uh, $20 super chat from Herb, and I, somebody did mention it's quite the coincidence that we're talking about Herbalife, <laughs> and Herb suddenly drops $20. That actually, every time Herb gives us money, it gets taken out of the LA Galaxy deal. That's because uh, Herb is part of Herbalife, I'm sure. <laughs> he says, uh, by the way, hey, Josh, hey, Hammer, always thankful for your time and devotion week after week. Thanks, Herb. We appreciate it. Uh, and, super and I'll, say, yeah. and I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go to bat for Herb. He's putting the money in our pockets. Right. If anyone says an unkind word. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, where Herb is getting this money. Yeah. Is this, is Herb going to, and, and robbing living spaces? I don't know, but you know what? He's donating to the show and I'm going to have his back. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, it was field of berm says, uh, this is a Bob's discount furniture podcast. So, uh, <laughs> quarter of the galaxy, not really brought to you by Bob's discount furniture, but we could be really. I mean, I've said this before. We are for sale. Pretty much anything, uh, anything goes here on this podcast. Um, it, it's just, this is, there's, there's a whole bunch of fun stuff in the chat room now. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, I, I think it's interesting though. One is the, the length. So at five years, it's not as long as the 10 years. So is this herbal life kind of putting the LA galaxy under review a little bit, which is sort of like, we're going to give you your $7 million. We're going to do it for five years. Uh, and by the way, I'm about to tell you numbers that dwarf these numbers. And you're going to be like, they have $7 million a year, not a problem for Herbalife and, and all those things. Um, but for me, there's a little bit of that where it wasn't like seven years. It wasn't 10 years. It wasn't, you know, it didn't extend last time it was 10 years. That was significant. 10 years is very much market security for, for a pretty long time. Maybe the LA galaxy said, we only want to do it for five years this time. Maybe they put the hold on it. I don't know. I, I wasn't there. Right. But the whole deal, the bottom line is that it seems herbal life uses the LA galaxy for a lot of, um, uh, validity, right? It's sort of like, oh, we're a real company. And I, I say that and I can say it a little bit because you're talking about a company who was fined uh, in 2016, $200 million by the Federal Trade Commission um, for basically deceiving practices, right? And so they went out there and we talked about, you know, how people make money. And this was the FTC, by the way, not just slapping the hand. $200 million is a lot of money, right? Yeah. So 200, especially whenever we're talking about 7 million for, you know, $35 million over five years, this not, that's not any money, right? So $200 million is a huge fine for them. And basically it was the FTC saying, get your act together. And maybe Herbalife has done that. Right, because they've also paid other fines. Another hundred and twenty-two million dollars in twenty twenty, they paid for for uh, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, where they're basically paying off Chinese officials. You just had your cancelable offense. I will say this as well: it is very difficult to do work in other countries sometimes without buying into the corrupt practices that are going on in the country. Now we have laws against that in the United States. Basically it says even if you're on foreign soil as a United States company, you can't go and do the things, even though that's customary there. Right. And so this is a company that maybe is trying to get its act together. Um, I'll say that I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. Yeah. But in just those two things, I can show you $322 million that they spent just on fines. Right. So their $35 million investment in the LA galaxy is, uh, is not much. It's a drop in the bucket for them, but yeah. it does get them a, and, and I think less and less, um, it does get them world distribution from the LA Galaxy. I mean, we know that yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo is a part of the Herbalife thing as well. Everybody wants to link that together and say, oh, here he's... I, listen. I say, speak, speaking of loose morals. Yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah. was going to say, yeah, you want to talk about like, you know, everybody, everybody sitting here and just sort of looking the other way on things. Yeah. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is another thing, right? So, um, so having said all that and you put all that together, what does this mean? 
Uh, you know, some people said, oh, well, Chris Klein's going to definitely get his extension now. Eh, this was part of his job. Not getting this would have absolutely been one of those things. This yeah. is this is more or less. Did they meet expectations? And in some ways, I would think I was going to say about the exclusive window. It doesn't mean that you don't go talk to companies. Right. I mean, you, yeah. you talk to companies through the whole period that you have a sponsorship. That tampering? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically right now, if you're the LA Galaxy, you should be on the phone with companies and being like, hey, would you like to sponsor us? Like, our, our deal comes up in five years and we'd love to have you. Like, there is yeah. stuff to that where... The shoulders, the shoulder patch is available. Right. Yeah, the sleeve patch. Yeah, you got honey, you got that stuff. Mm. But it's also like, who can we get? Like, if you're going to... If you want SpaceX, you want in and out you better start courting them now because I'm telling you right now, having I, I'm involved in some sometimes pretty pricey like deals in terms of building things and acquiring property and stuff like that. It's not like somebody decides to buy something and the next day they sign the paperwork. Okay. I just finished a contract that we finally got signed and it took about four or five months to get everything signed to where everybody was happy. All right. So these things take time to develop. Um, I don't know where this is in terms of was it market value? I imagine it was. Because I imagine the Galaxy knew what that was, and I imagine AEG knew what it was. This isn't a a a, a validation of the LA Galaxy. More of yeah. I trust AEG as a global leader in that Correct. space to this have done this correctly. This is what an MLS club sponsorship for, if you know, uh, a highly valued club is worth. So the, the funny thing is, <laughs> I'm a big fan of people could change their minds. And as you're reading those fines, and I'm thinking about it thinking maybe I'm going the other direction on this, that there, someone mentioned, you know, the company you keep, if AG does have enough money to buy out players and they're not this extra 2 million or whatever the valuation is, is not going to make or break them or make the huge difference. Then do you want someone who, you know, is known for, you know, criminal offenses? Is that the person you want as a shirt sponsor? Especially, and so that's especially for an, uh, for an audience that technically like you target, right? Like yeah. the galaxy, would love to be in with the Latino community in, in yeah. Los Angeles. And yet you have a company who is known for targeting that community yeah. and taking advantage of them. So, yeah. So that's the other side. So if, if people are upset about it, and a, a lot of people seem to be, I think you're hundred percent right and justified. Yep. I, I, I argued about how I can understand why this deal gets made. And I think the scariest part of the all is the one that you mentioned. It's the, this was a business deal completed by the president of the company. Most likely is going to hang their hat on and say, this is a success. Look what I got. Look what I did. You know, if I want to keep my job, you know, this is something I got money, got money flowing inward. Uh, so that's just one of those things. That's the scarier part than the shirt sponsor. In my opinion, if you want wholesale change, which a lot of people seem to want. So I can, I can, I can see <laughs> it's the hammer. I'm playing both sides going right down. I can see people being very upset about it and taking right. the stand saying, Hey, this isn't right. We, we, it's not worth the 7 million. I'd, I'd rather play without a shirt sponsor and get no money than, you know, have this shirt spot, you know, this, have this company representing my club. And I think that's, that's a, if you take that stance, totally get that as well. Um, by the way, Bloss said something as well. He said, well, that, you know, the LA galaxy passed on Pavone. Right. And the reason was because of the allegations yeah, of sexual assault. Point. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, so you do have a moral compass, just not whenever it's or only when. You, yeah. It's yeah. only when you're paying for things, not whenever you're being paid for something. Money's coming when in. the money's coming in. You can't you can't look that. And I, there's part of me that in the negotiation, right, whenever I'm trying to think if I'm in that position is going to market more leverage than not going to market is what was is. Herbalife possibly overpaying. I would say with the way the LA Galaxy are paying, are, are, are playing and have played over the years, that the five-year 
contract is an indication that Herbalife has a, a less of a tolerance for yeah. the LA Galaxy than they did before. And this so shelf life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like this is this feels like it's coming to an end. Now I'm sure everybody would be jumping up and down if that was actually the case and it wasn't five years from now that you look at that. But there's some advantage sometimes to going out in the market. And if you think you're in a strong position, you go out in the market for sure because you get that people bidding against each other. Like, who wants to be my sponsor? I don't know that MLS has really ever had that foothold in the sports sponsorship yeah. marketplace where they were like, we can just do whatever. I mean, there's still some MLS teams that don't have a sponsor. Right. Colorado doesn't have a sponsor. right Colorado now. Colorado right? does yeah. not. I think San Jose didn't for the longest time. Um, but to your point, the LA Galaxy and the clubs who bring in these international players, these are, you know, jerseys that are being sold worldwide. So there is a benefit. I think the Galaxy does have leverage in that situation. Having, you know, Chicharito Hernandez previously Zlatan, that that's appealing that they're able to bring those type of players because those jerseys aren't just going to be big in market. They're going to be big in the global market as well. So maybe this is a, a soft release and it's a, okay, we're not doing 10 years. We're just doing five years and maybe they can start looking the other direction. And if this is something that bothers you, I encourage, you know, the, the client out uh, voices have gotten louder and louder uh, in recent years. So maybe the Herbalife out uh, voices over the next five years, you know, let, let your, let your reps know, let your, your representatives know, you know, let the galaxy know that you're not happy about it. If an, and if enough people, it truly bothers them. I, I think they can listen to fan pressure. Fan pressure is a real thing. If you get enough people behind it, you know, we saw people opting out uh, of their tickets. If, if I, you know, you're saying that this is part of the reason that I'm opting out, you know, maybe throw that in there. And, you know, if money is what they're responding to, then money is something that maybe you can withhold as well. So I don't know. I don't know the answer. It feels dirty. It's, we all do. You know, maybe I'm telling on myself. Patrick. Sometimes we're all, like you said, there's business, you know, look at the phone in our hand. Who, who made my phone? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, do I want to dig into that too yeah. deeply or, or the shirt that we're wearing? So just one of those things sometimes, you know, it is what it is. Two things to close this out um, or three things, I guess, to close it out. One is Patrick says uh, it would be much easier to shop for sponsors if we won soccer games. I like that. Very uh, true. Uh, very accurate. I will say this. LA Galaxy wants to keep a partnership because it's comfortable for them because it's it's knowable, right? It's it's a shirt that has been seen around the world. Everybody knows it, but they also want to rebrand at the same time. So they're going to change the shirt, but they're going to keep the sponsor. And all of that is supposed to be just we're supposed to be okay with that. Remember, that's I mean, that's sort of where they're at. So iconic is the is the logo of Herbal Life on an LA Galaxy shirt that they're going to change the actual logo of the team All right. before they do the other stuff. Yes. I, I then you have more points, but you know, once we get on these tangents, we're going to keep rolling. Here's my beef. Yeah. Okay, Herbal Life, you just paid $7 million per season to have your logo on the front of the LA Galaxy shirt. Put a logo on it. You just have, you know, a, a print. They used know, to, didn't they used to have words. a leaf? They used to have at least a little leaf. And I understand that can maybe be <laughs> misconstrued in some circles. It's, it's legal now. It's come fine. up with a different logo. You just have a plain print, no serif, no nothing. Come on, do do better with your logo. If you're going to put a logo on a shirt, at least make it somewhat appealing. Um, That's my beef. Some quotes to close it out. Uh, this is from AEG Global Partnerships, which is the part of AEG that negotiated this and was was part of this and represented uh, the LA Galaxy in this. Uh, this is from COO Nick Baker. We wanted to retain our partner, but we obviously wanted to grow from a financial perspective, given that the deal was done 10 years ago and recognize the value of what is out there today. Uh, Chris Klein said after that, uh, Galaxy President Chris Klein said the club and Herbalife had an exclusive negotiation window for renewal 
owned that the club never took its jersey sponsorship rights to market. Both sides were committed to leaning in and seeing if we could get something done. Klein said the partnership on both sides and the commitment on both sides to work towards a deal was something that worked out for the both of us, and we were able to get it done. Okay. I don't even... There's so much of that that just... I don't know how you could say that, though, and then go face fans. Like, it just... Yeah. It's like said that out loud. Yeah, we, <laughs> we took didn't go to market. We yeah. took uh, this. That's the whole thing. I can understand the strategy behind it, but then to say it is sort of like, yeah, we. Uh, why couldn't you just say we made a deal, right? Did you have to tell us it was during the exclusive negotiating? Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's, I just it, there was. Yeah, mm. it seems like they're they're using it as a like a, so a sense of pride. Like, hey, look what we did. And but I think once you say it, like, are you sure you should be proud of that? Is that something? Is that good business? So yeah, yeah it's one of those things that goes either way. Hey, hey, hey this is my. Are you done with it? Are we done with this? Yeah, we're done. But I want to also say something okay. real, real quick about the chat room. Is that um, I? This is this is a kingdom here. This is not a democracy. You don't get to vote <laughs> for the topics that we talk about. If I wanted to talk about Herbalife and the sponsorship for the next hour and a half, I could do that. That's how it works. So you can complain somewhere else if you're worried about uh, us, us still you, talking about it. I'm, I'm in a mood today, so please continue. Uh, I was going to say, you know what the answer is, right? Yeah, what's you that? You know how you get us to change topics. Yeah. It's the super chat. Super chat, yeah. Money talks. Money if Herb t- wanted to change the topic, <laughs> yep, he we could change the topic. Yeah. Yep. So, but, but the last thing I wanted to go since we're kind of done with um, the Herbalife sponsorship, and there are a lot of people you know, upset with the front office and the club in general. I also wanted to give a shout out kind of to some things going on at the club. They announced their, another collaboration with DGK and then they released that Quasar collection. Right. And I was talking to some people in the galaxy who had worked on that and it's a really cool collection. I love the little, uh, it's not a mascot, but it's a character that they came up with. It's a Quasar guy with a skateboard and sunglasses and just, you know, really cool apparel. And I just wanted to highlight that and shout out the people who worked on that project uh, I know they've worked on, you know, the the Adidas shoes, the skateboard decks, and, you know, these other collections that are coming out. There are people who are working hard to come out with cool stuff for the Galaxy. And so if you do want to support the club and buy that cool stuff, there's nothing wrong with that as well. They, there are people who care about the club and are trying to do really cool things. So you can be upset. You can do both things at the same time. Be upset with the front office. Be upset with the shirt sponsorship. But also recognize don't throw the baby, the baby out with the bathwater. There's some good things happening and it's cool to support the people who work on those projects because those are, you know, good people working on a lot of those projects. So just want to shout out to the Quasar collection and the partnerships that they've been doing recently this season. Just some, some good stuff coming out of the club. Don't want it all to be doom and gloom. This, this post brought to you by the LA Galaxy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, by the way, a $10 super chat, a super chat for Matthew says, let's talk about Julian being 21. I mean, what do you think really changed in Julian Araujo's life at this point? Like what, what do you, you think that he's going to have his first drink of beer or like coming up? Like, you know, is that, is that happening? Like, no, that's not happening. So anyway, we, we appreciate that though. Hold on. Um, I like the people who took the chance to give us $2, but also put like little Z's. What does like Z, Z, Z <laughs> going to sleep, right? Uh, Marty Griffin, uh, Marty says, uh, $2 all hail his Royal Highness. I assume he's talking about me. Um, yeah, pledging his fealty there. Right. Um, Matthew, a $2 super chat. Appreciate that. And Robert, a $2 super chat. Is there any truth to uh, Martin Caceres? I think I think that's how it Caceres. Yeah. Caceres? I was going to say that's a household name. Okay, Mar- yeah. Martin Caceres, Uruguayan. So again, I, it's funny. The galaxy were so quiet with rumors. And now there's, you know, no, I, I don't buy it. And, and Caceres now. It's like all these big names. Where were these big names, you know, at the beginning of the winter? No, no. And, and here's the whole thing is that 
for the most part, I can tell you, I think the Galaxy are done. There's a bunch of reasons for that. One, no international slots. They'd have to go out and buy another one, which means they'd have to have more money to go buy a slot and to pay somebody. I'm guessing they're pretty much maxed out on everything once they made uh, the Ricky deal and once they made the the Brugman deal and, and did all that stuff. The international slot is a problem. The roster slot is a problem. Like there's all these things that are problems right now. So I would say that if you're hearing these rumors, likely wintertime rumors more than they are right away. Am I absolutely saying the LA Galaxy don't have to have a chance to sign anybody if there's a free agent and there's a possibility that they will play for almost no money? Uh, like, you know, I'm talking probably like league minimum type stuff, like around a hundred thousand dollars, right? Those types of things. Cause the galaxy would then probably have to spend two or $300,000 just on an international slot. I'm telling you, I think they really are maxed out, um, where they're at. Yes. Counterpoint. Yes. We've mentioned it before. These deals don't happen overnight. So the fact that Caceres is in the conversation, Yanuzaj is a guy who's in the conversation. So maybe these, they're not coming now, but there's talks maybe happening right. You know, so next season, these may be guys that you see in the Galaxy shirt next season. So there, that's something where, you know, there's I don't a, know if it, yeah. is it a good move. Is it a bad move? I don't know. Yeah, you know I'm, do you go there? I'm not that's getting a into a conversation it. for another day. But, you know, just something to keep an eye on. I think a, a lot of these rumors, especially you look at what the sources that they're coming from, especially when they're coming from reputable sources, don't don't say snuff them completely because there may be something to it a little bit later. I think that happened with with uh, with. Uh, Costa Douglas Costa was one of those. Okay, it seems no, this that's not happening. That's not and well, then yeah, it just kept warming up and warming up, and then here we are. Yeah, <laughs> on the bench, Costa on the bench. Uh, some some eagle eyed uh, people in the Discord and around Twitter uh, were able to pull out that uh, Subasa Endo, uh, who's a 28 year old winger, um, spent some time in Toronto with uh, with Greg Vanny uh, whenever he was up there. Uh, Endo was training with the LA Galaxy over uh, the last couple of days. Um, so lots of people remember how I just said they're probably, they're not signing anybody in the whole deal. Um, so Endo was out there. He was training. Uh, it is not expected that that's a senior team deal. Just telling you right now. Um, so that seems like that's something else, uh, possibly a G2 uh, deal. Just looking forward and sort of seeing how that goes, if that's the case. Um, so I, if you saw him there and you were wondering why he was training, uh, see, I'll pay attention to people who are actually training with the LA galaxy. That's, that's a different level of rumor, right? It's like, you're there. The, I can ask about that. Yeah. The you, Ryan Babel effect is yeah. what they call that. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about, uh, Ricky Pooch, uh, and his interesting press conference. It was fine. I would say finally, finally you get the Ricky, the Ricky press conference that everybody sort of wanted to, to get. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they, he was introduced to the media on Wednesday, really interesting timing for all this, by the way, uh, Monday night Baxter drops. And by the way, I didn't know Baxter was going to say that the herbal life deal was getting <laughs> renewed and either. I was like, Oh, what, where did that come from? That's really good like, show planning. You think maybe he's going to give me a heads up, right? I was going to say we have, we do text each other. We do talk about it before the show. Might be nice to throw some of that out there. It was Shout a, out to the panda. He marches to the beat of his own drum. I respect it. Yeah. And so um, it, it's just, it, it was just, it's just funny, like the whole deal. And I was like, oh, okay, that's something. So they announced it on Tuesday. They held an event on Tuesday. Remember that for the vast majority of media, they kept that quiet. That was not something that was public. That was not something that was known. Very few select people were sort of known to, uh, known that that was going on. Kevin, obviously, LA Times was one of them. Then they threw an event on Tuesday and they sent out a, a notice because uh, they announced it in the morning at like eight or nine or whatever it was. Right. And so they announced it and then they sent out a notice for an event that was happening later that day at like 1230. And they're like, hey, Josh, you think you can make it down? I'm like, <laughs> three hours notice? I'm like, <laughs> OK. 
So, and apparently Chris Klein was there, Greg Vanny was there, Javier was there, Julian Rajo, because Javier uh, and Julian both got individual deals with Herbalife as well. Uh, Mark Delgado was supposed to be there, Victor Vasquez was there, Jim Liston, which was the director of High Performance. All these people were there. So they threw this big event. The very next day, they had basically a high-profile pri- high press conference with Ricky Pooch, right? And so Ricky gets announced. That overshadows anything that happened the day before. Not yeah. even, like... I brought I, I had printed out the Herbalife stuff and set it on my desk so that way I would remember. And I almost I was going through the show today and I'm like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, God, there's not, you know, it's the, I guess the Ricky press conference is the only thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, Herbalife. And, and on when purpose? you said that, I said, yeah. And when you said that, I I, I said, wait, wasn't that last week? Yeah. yeah. It felt like it was so long ago. So, yeah, I like your I like your tinfoil hat. Yeah. Was it on purpose? The, yeah. Yeah. The I, reason it, we wanted this overshadow. It feels it feels on purpose. I'm just going to say. Um, so that was uh, that was something going on. Ricky, let me t- get to the galaxy, the galaxy, S.E.A., the galaxy, which is going on at the Aquarium of the Pacific on uh, August 20th. So uh, the day after the game there on a Saturday at 730 p.m. This is for season ticket members. There's going to be players there. There's going to be, quote unquote, personalities there. Um, I, I don't think I wasn't invited, so I'm not going to I was going to say, what, what does that mean? I, I thought if it was personalities, I thought for <laughs> sure I would be like listed under that. Right. I'm a personality. I'm I'm the whole deal. Um, that was that was not me actually believing that I'm a personality, by the way. I'm sure somebody's like, Josh, is, I'll, I'll see it on Reddit. Josh is Josh thinks that he's he's important or something. I don't know. There's some weird things that go on all the time. Um, but anyway, so the Aquarium of the Pacific is going on. That seems really like a cool little event. And certainly for season ticket members who haven't had something over the pandemics and stuff like that, yeah. that's and that that's something that's you could go do. So I hope everybody it, has fun with that. And it's a fun venue when it's not a regular aquarium day. Fun fact, the Hammer had his senior prom at the Long Beach Aquarium, Aquarium of the Pacific. So fun time hanging out at the at the place, you know, a lot of space, a lot of things to walk around. I think a lot of places places to spread out and plant your personalities or whatever right. they're going to have going on there. So it seems like it's going to be a fun event. So, you know, the galaxy season ticket members asking, you know, what's, what's my perk beyond uh, my seat being my benefit. This is one of those examples where I, I think some other listeners of the show were posting some memories of, you know, when they had the galaxies at the galaxy at the movies where they were able to, uh, you know, you know, meet players. This, this is one of those events where you're going to have the opportunity to kind of get a little bit of a bonus for being a season ticket member. Yep. Yeah, bonus for sure. Uh, by the way, shout out to tracker who says currently in the restroom at red Robin. <laughs> Love your podcast. <laughs> Can't wait for uh, pooch. Uh, yeah. I like number one podcast in red Robin restrooms. Yeah, I was going to say, I can confidently say that I like when you go to red Robin, I met, do they have red Robin in Texas? Yeah. Uh, was you could stop right there when you go to red robin no okay, no I, I don't oh you yeah. don't okay <laughs> yeah no disrespect can, can yeah. i okay chat room real quick um when you go to red robin what do you what do you get like what are you thinking of when you go to red robin for me there's only one thing i, I want the chat room to sort of talk a little bit we'll come back oh, wow down. a tease yeah I just, it's not a tease i just don't want to like influence it right i want to see All if right. i'm just weird which is a real per- possibility for most things, almost always. Uh, let's talk about Ricky's press conference and just uh, some of the things that uh, he said. Really interesting. Dude is a Disney character. I just, I can't. I'm, I'm, in fact, I was like cracking up at the press conference. I'm like, how young is this guy? Somebody said, that's what 23-year-olds look like nowadays. I'm like, I'm not so <laughs> sure about that. It was the whole deal. Um, Greg started it basically by saying and confirming that Ricky would be available for Friday. So Visa uh, acquired uh, on that Monday as we expected it would. Um, and so uh, basically everything ready to go now. And he's he's ready. Good. He starts off, by the way, by saying my English is not very good in like perfect English. 
Uh, I was I was like, did you just practice that one thing and that's why it's perfect because you did it excellent <laughs> or is your English actually pretty good? I'm sure he's going to get better. He seems if we can take an overall view of what um, of what sort of Ricky is is projecting during this press conference, I will say there's two things, two themes that sort of hit is that. He was like, I came here because, yes, it was a risk, but I enjoy taking those risks. That was one of the things that sort of came out. Um, and then the other thing is he thinks of himself as a pioneer in this. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but he thinks of himself sort of like in David Beckham, which is I'm the first of the really young players yeah. who have a huge upside in Europe, and they're all going to come follow me when they see that, one, I can play in Major League Soccer. Two, I can develop in a different way that I probably couldn't have at the clubs in Europe because... Let's be very clear with Ricky. His job at Barcelona is not going to be to affect the play the way that his job is going to be at the LA Galaxy. He isn't a super integral part of this LA Galaxy team, and everybody should be crossing their fingers and toes that he's actually capable of meeting that high bar that they're expecting from him. Granted, Max Tam player, less less sort of uh, expectations than yeah. like a Kevin Cabral, right? I mean, you sort of have to say, but they really expect a lot from him and yeah. him coming over. He seems to want to be that risk taker. And the other thing that I was going to add, I wasn't sure if you were getting there. Also an impression that I get from him. And I don't know if this comes with coming up in La Masia and the Barcelona, you know, ranks he's has, he's polished the way he's able to be with the media, the way he's able to present himself. Sometimes there are some younger galaxy players who you put a microphone in front of them or, you know, they get a, you know, their first kind of look and they look a little bit, you know, awestruck and not, they don't quite know all the right things to say, but you know, Puj looked like someone who was comfortable at the press conference, comfortable taking questions. And I don't know if that poise, you know, that doesn't come with everyone at a young age or maybe it's just the environment he was coming from, but he just has that, that polish that you want. Uh, so he may be young in age, but I think his, his maturity, uh, came through in that press conference. Um, yeah, I would say that by the way, the, the big winner so far from the, uh, from the, uh, the poll, the quick poll is the bottomless steak fries, um, was definitely a reason why. Was people, that the correct answer? I don't for, so I don't know. If what people, were you going to say? So I like their chicken sandwich, right? And, and that's like, it, it's Red Robin. It's a bird, right? So I always think of that as like their chicken sandwich place. But if you go that's and weird. it's it's burgers, right? I mean, bur it's, it's burgers. a burgers place. I, that's what I associate with Red Robin is beers and burgers. Yeah, chicken sandwich. <laughs> like I I will I will go do it. Uh, Gary, by the way, in the chat room, uh, just made everybody upset by saying that In and Out sucks. Um, yeah, get I, out of here, Gary. I, I, this is where I take that. my stand. <laughs> <laughs> Herbalife, okay. Right. Fine, getting extension, fine. Right. You know, Gary saying in and out is no good. This is where I draw my line. Gone, Gary. Gone. Yeah. Um, that's 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 Gary. You're you're entitled to that opinion. I, I personally, I back it. I want less people in line in and out at all. All, that's a all good chances. Point. Yeah. Um, so that was that was sort of like my take on on the whole thing. Um, somebody said it was funny that the only question he didn't understand in English was the one that I asked. I get that a lot. Is it because I speak fast? It's because I speak fast. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. The other part of that was that right whenever that I was list, I was uh, I was remote on this one, so I was on Zoom, and so I wasn't in the in the building, so I got one of the later questions. But right whenever they went to call on me, you're gonna hear me like, Josh, can you hear us? Josh, the whole deal, the audio went away, like completely went away. I couldn't hear them. Like I saw them unmute me, and I figured they were calling on me, but I didn't know who was talking. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, can you guys hear me? Because I can hear you. So it was it was really nice first impression. Ricky's like, who is this guy? And then he couldn't <laughs> understand my question. So first impressions, great. Ricky's not gonna like. Like corner of the galaxy guys sorry uh that's just how it goes um 
It was funny. Damien asked him a little question and was like, so what do you think of whenever the LA Galaxy contacted you? And he says, uh, first of all, I couldn't imagine that this club was reaching out to me. I think we should put a period in that so we can make all the jokes about that that we can. It's like, <laughs> how dare they? How yeah. did they get this number? New phone? Who this? Yeah. The audacity. Yeah. Is that how you meant that? Yeah. Yeah. That was an, uh, first of all, I couldn't imagine that this club was reaching out to me. There's a great support. There's great support of fans. When I arrived at the airport, they welcomed me with open arms. The facility is fantastic here. And I couldn't believe that I was being called by the galaxy. Those the reach as, as Greg Vanny said, you don't know unless you try. And apparently they overreached and Ricky yeah. was like, hang up on them. Hang up on that. I don't want to talk to them. Uh, as the kids say, shoot your shot. That's right. Um, <laughs> I like something about. Uh, just something about you and I saying shoot your shot. It's horrible. I mean, it's feel right. It's yeah. cringy. And everybody who actually <laughs> uses that term in regular parlance is like, please yeah. stop. Don't ever say that again. Yeah. And they've never said use it in parlance either. So I mean, double I get, whammy. <laughs> you know, that was for Kevin Baxter who makes fun of the fact I went to Arizona state. I can use big words too. Um, meanwhile, that's a throwback. Uh, that was good, on, right? Joshua. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Joshua. There you go. Uh, he, I, I sort of asked, um, him about the last 10 games. I said, you do, are you going to, you're going to feel a lot of pressure. You're basically being brought in as the savior for these last 10 games. And he's like, one, I like the pressure Two is it's like, we're going to have to win every last 10 games. So I, I'm used to it. It's funny to even think that there's pressure. And I think that that's, um, audacious of me to even ask a question like that from a guy who played for Barcelona. Um, and even if he didn't play all the time to say, oh, well, you're going to feel, pre-. but there is pressure here. That's, that's, that's where I'll push back. Also, if, if you're joining a, a rec league, you know, futsal team and there's a few games left and you brought this guy in to play, you're going to feel pressure. Hey, you played for Barcelona. We expect you to show out, you know, even though we're playing at a gym, uh, you know, in Paramount, you know, I, I need, I need some good things to happen. Doesn't, right. So that whole, uh, you know, it make it doesn't matter where you play in the situation calls for, you know, you to step up and be clutch then that's that's what the situation calls for. It is what it is. Well, we kind of we kind of looked at um, at what the uh, just in terms of, of what the relationship was between Ricky and Victor. Right. And that was something of some uh, contention or, or at least there was reports out there that Victor helped recruit Ricky. And basically, I killed that. No, he didn't. Absolutely not. 100 percent from his own mouth. No, he did not. But once Ricky was signed, he is helping him. And, and, and Ricky already said, he sort of said, he's like treating me like his son. He's taking care of me. Like in terms of he's like, he's telling me where like the best places to live are. And he's telling me like, hey, be careful because the time change is brutal and it's a long flight. And, you know, take care of yourself. These are the kind of things that you want to see, right? You have Sasha Kleshin and Dayan Jovalich, right? And that relationship. And you have Ricky and Victor. We were talking, I think, on Monday about Ricky staying away from Douglas Costa, right? Like, please, whatever you do, don't let Ricky's <laughs> locker be next to Douglas Costa. Don't share your earrings with, with yeah, Ricky. Yeah. You, like, when, when Douglas is like, hey, I'm going out. Who's coming with me? Victor needs to come over and grab Ricky. Be like, no, you're not going, right? No, you got a bedtime. You got a curfew. We work hard here. That type of thing. Victor is the guy who can do that. Um, and so I think that when you look at that relationship and see that it's already at least according to Ricky, and again, you said he's polished and he says all the right things. And so it is kind of hard. He comes off as such a Disney character, just like smiling and little, <laughs> like I expect little like sparkles to come out of his eyes or like, you know, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky is anime. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's going to be the next one. That's I, I don't think that's wrong at all. Um, so it's just, it's, it's one of those things is, is that I think that's good as well. Um, you know, the, he, he, to, he, yeah, go ahead. As I say, a funny aside to that point where you say, you know, Victor is treating him like a son. When Victor scored his goal and he pointed up to the stands, I assumed he was pointing at Ricky like, hey, 
this is what, and then he, after the game, you find out he was actually, he was pointing at his actual son. They so were sitting, kind of, ne- they were yeah. sitting next to each other. So. <laughs> so, or he could actually, he might be able to get, pull off saying both. Yeah, I was pointing at you. Yeah. And then I he, you know, I wasn't really pointing it's at It's what him. you do with pointing. your, your yeah. kids. Like you're my favorite and you're my favorite. <laughs> well, what, dad said I'm his favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's Trust true. Me, you'll, you'll, you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew I wasn't it. It was my sister. It was very clear for that. Um, just, just really interesting just in terms of him trying to say that like he's, he's on the front tip of what is coming. And I think that if the LA galaxy can do what they think they can do with Ricky, I think he absolutely has a a, a career in Europe coming because he has the pedigree there. If you get him for two years and he plays well for two years, there's going to be some club who's like, he's got a European passport, right? He can get back in. He's easy to get. Maybe we can get like sort of a deal with a deal on him, that type of thing. Somewhere like ten to fifteen million dollar buyback from Barcelona, by the way. So it's even if Barcelona buys him back, it would be a you know a bonus sort of for the LA Galaxy in terms of okay, well you got him for free and you can turn around and sell him for ten to fifteen million dollars. I was gonna say Barcelona would also have to pay you that money in that's, advance. That's yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, wire that. Can I get a cashier's check? Um, can I get a receipt? Uh, yeah, and so it was just it was just a lot of fun. Um, the whole deal. By the way, Mike uh, Mike said that I missed his uh, his super chat. Did I miss his super chat? It was somewhere back here. Oh, yep. There we go. Mike, a $5 super chat. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. At the Pacers slurping down that Dr. Pepper, I thought I'd pay for a six pack. $5 will actually get me at Target right now. will get me an entire 12 pack, Mike. So thank you. I just bought three. Um, I would also like to point out that because I've had to suck down cough drops again, uh, that I can't drink as much Dr. Pepper as I would like to drink. I still have my COVID cough coming nice and strong. So so still. I was going to say, I'm really glad you said cough drops at the end of that. I was getting worried. Family show here. Uh, But one thing that I can't get out of my head, but this happened last week also. Uh, you keep talking about Ricky being a Disney character. The, the Rockers film in the chat said, Ricky gets called by Disney and he does the wand logo. So now I can't get that. Hi, I'm Ricky Pooge and you're watching the Disney channel. So yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah. So appreciate that comment because now I can't get that out of my head. Why can't we have somebody <laughs> at the front office who understands what like gold mine they have right here and have him do like the LA Galaxy logo with the wand? Please, please. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, you know, I, we just talked about like, hey, maybe don't support the, the LA Galaxy and all their ventures with all their merchandise because really they've, you know, you, you're not happy with the front office. But if they did that, I would like give them money, right? Always it's forgiven, like, it's just yeah. like, I'll be like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's where's funny. the super chat? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I, I think that's that's it for Ricky though, right? I mean, there's the bottom line is he, he said all the right things. He did all the right things. He has an enthusiasm. Did you, okay, I don't know if you noticed this. And I don't even, I think it's in my video if you watch the, the, the entire video and I'll just play some B-roll because we have some B-roll of Ricky and his sweet, sick, tiny little touches and tight spaces. Um, he's a guy who you want to get excited about uh, 100%. Yeah. And so it's really hard to sort of stay grounded on him and I think that's important because he's got 10 games he has less games than Robbie Keane had in order to affect the season I think Robbie ended up playing 12 or 13 games in the time he came in Um, and so Ricky's gonna have 10 games Uh, I don't know how he's gonna fit in I imagine he's in good enough shape right now Um, by the way that was him Uh, if you're watching the video he almost chases down Raheem Edwards um, just in terms of speed he's he's very quick Um, but it's just these are the like it, it's going to be very hard to sort of keep your your yourself centered on on having realistic expectations for his adjustment his adjustment to the league a much more physical league he's a slight little tiny character 
um, a wisp of a wind could probably blow him away. So um, it's one of those. If the Santa Ana's blow on Friday, he's he's gone. I don't know. Do you think he goes forty? Do you think he goes a half? Do you think he goes sixty? Do you think he goes thirty-five? I, I think he, he. I think he can go sixty. So we'll talk about the Seattle preview in a little bit. I would not change a thing. Maybe start Victor and plan to bring him off the bench. That would, that would be my plan if I were Greg Benny. But the way you see this B-roll and the, the the way he's moving, he looks like he's ready to start. And so I wouldn't be shocked if he starts in place of Victor and maybe Victor's the one who comes on for that final uh, you know, 30 or if there's complications, then you bring Victor on uh, at the half. But he looks ready to go. And like you said, it, it's really difficult to not get excited, especially that moment that just happened right now. As I was talking, that little quick little you know, double touch to get out of space and to go through you know, surrounded by players and just to be able to get out of there. That's exactly the type of guy that, that the Galaxy need. And uh, if we can start connecting some of those passes with that vision, similar to what Victor Vasquez has, then you have the complete package. So when you talk about his size, the one thing that I will say is, you know, Giovinco, when he was with Toronto, not a giant man. And, you know, coached by Greg Vanny, completely you, bossed the league. Don't you Completely dare. bossed the league. So I'm just saying the size, size should not be an issue. <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, it's, it's the motion of the ocean. It's how you move your feet. It's how he moves his feet. It's how, yeah. how quick and succinct his movements are in a small yeah. space. In a, or as, as one might say, in tight space. That's, there you go. I think. Thank you very much. Everybody enjoy the rest. <laughs> it's of the, finding the right spots on the field. It is. To caress the ball. And okay, we're, I'm going to stop. Good. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, $2 <laughs> Super Chat from Robert says, uh, you need Dr. Pepper bets uh, here like Mountain Dew on Undisputed. I like that. We, I, I'm, again, up for all sponsorships. What's the worst soda out there? What like If you're like, I will not drink that soda outside of Pepsi. Nobody drinks Pepsi. I don't want to make anybody upset. Uh, Mountain Dew is the worst one. I hate Mountain Dew. Yeah, you're going to make people upset. We're just going to yeah. ignore you. Okay. Um, Code red. Okay. <laughs> oh. Regular mount, yellow Mountain Dew, not a fan. Okay. Um, I don't even, I didn't, I thought we were friends. Um, my name is on your shirt right now and there's just blasphemy coming out of it. Uh, All right. by the way, it, it says, uh, <laughs> Ricky Pooja's hair gave us a, a $2 super chat, by the way. Uh, Mike Gray, Josh and Eric are in my MySpace top eight. Oh, that's good. We're up there. That's very nice. All right. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. <laughs> Let's get you ready now for the the Friday night lights, if you will. LA Galaxy versus facing off against the Seattle Sounders coming up on Friday, August 19th. Literally less than 24 hours away from when we're recording the show. Uh, Dignity Health Sports Park is where we played ESPN and ESPN Deportes. 7 p.m. is your TV time. 7.08 p.m. is your kickoff. So only an eight minute lead in on one of the biggest games. This is the biggest game of the year for the LA Galaxy so far. Hands down. Easy to say. Uh, I would imagine that uh, there's going to be more that are this big uh, in crunch time. Is it a must win? No, it's another one of those where you can't lose, though. And and okay. I would really, really like to see the LA Galaxy could hold some momentum over for just a little bit. Yeah, I was getting a little bit worried when you said this is the biggest game of the season because that feels like, well, then they got to win. This is an important game. But I think what you're saying, this is a, a good test for the Galaxy. Are they real? Are they are they not? And this is at home against an opponent who has talent on the field. And so you're going to see, okay, is this Galaxy team, you know, th this could be a harbinger of what, what's going to happen moving forward. So I do agree with you. It is a big game with the caveat that it's not one of those must wins. I think they, the way other results went around the league, and as you watch other games around the league, particularly in the Western Conference, you want minimum points distribution. You want ties yep. for everyone yeah. because the, that means no one's going to walk away with, with three points. So that's what you want watching. So I think – the way results are going, a loss wouldn't be the wor worst thing in the world, but also this is the time 
to get hot, to peak at the right time, to show, okay, Seattle's been struggling. This is our time to break the slump against them. They haven't done well in recent years or haven't won against Seattle in recent years. So this is the time to say, okay, things are changing. The momentum's moving in the right direction. Uh, $2 super chat from Chris. Uh, Dr. Pepper is the worst root beer is the root beer. Doesn't even have any caffeine in it. Chris, how, how are you supposed to like stay up and watch movies after 9 PM? I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I have a child. That's the only way I can possibly stay up. <laughs> Past See, I like root beer, but that is the, that is a negative. That's the downside of yeah. is that it doesn't have any kick to it. Uh, you know, totally addicted to caffeine. Uh, record for the LA Galaxy: ten, eleven, and three, thirty-three points. Seattle: ten, thirteen, and two, thirty-two points. Galaxy, by the way, tied for the sixth most wins in Major League Soccer. I mean, yes, that's something, and it's also not something. But I just I was gonna I say, saw so that. is Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say I, it's just something, right? It's yeah. it's something to say that the Galaxy aren't the worst team in Major League Soccer, and they haven't been. And if you look at the stats, they're probably if if the stats were real things, they're probably a three or four team in the Western Conference, which is just super annoying. Galaxy finally outkicked their expected goals. By the way, that hasn't yeah. happened. Expected goals over their expected goals against uh, uh, Vancouver and had the bulk of the possession. That rarely say, happens. Th- for those the two Galaxy. together is usually that's not a Galaxy thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, home records for both these teams: seven, five, and one, twenty-two points. Uh, away records: three, six, and two for eleven points for the LA Galaxy. Three, eight, and one for ten points for Seattle. Last five games, exactly the same: two, three, and zero, oh, six points. Two, three, and zero, oh, six points. Uh, All time: Galaxy seventeen, thirteen, and twelve for sixty-three total points. Seattle thirteen, seventeen, and twelve for fifty-one total points where they're sitting on the table right now galaxy six in the western conference 12th in the supporter shield and then you have seattle at 10th in the western conference and 19th in the supporter shield um really interesting thing to sort of see just it, i always put like a streaks like what kind of streaks can you see what kind of pattern do you see and, and what happens uh seattle has lost back-to-back games six times in 2022 the galaxy have only done it i think three or four times which is a little less by the way when you lose three games in a row that counts as twice losing back-to-back games just in case anybody wants to go check my math i'm like just that doesn't count just for three games that counts back to back and back to back again so you lost back-to-back games twice that's how that works um, so that's something the, the last win for Seattle came at the beginning of the month on eight, two versus Dallas, one, nothing win and their last game was one, one, or excuse me, a two, one loss to RSL at home at Seattle, um, yeah. where they had the bulk of the possession. They had more shots. Their expected goals were higher than real salt lakes and RSL beat them two one little smash and grab, which feels like the type of game the galaxy could win against Seattle. And so the the one thing that I took away from the Galaxy or from Seattle's recent form is that they have had no draws in their last 11 games. So one of my critiques of the Galaxy is they don't draw games, you know, they either win or lose. Seattle's even worse in that regard. They have you know, only two draws in the whole season and in their last 11 they only have four wins. So while they have had some wins sprinkled in there, they don't have those draws either. So they have, they have the the ability to to drop these games and I could see them coming in and kind of showing possession against the galaxy, but the galaxy maybe walking out of there with a goal or two and, and doing a little smash and grab, even though it's at their own place. Uh, the only uh, yellow card warning you have to worry about Sega Koulibaly on yellow card warning. So if he gets a yellow card in the Seattle game, he would miss the yeah. next game, which is against new England. Right? So keep an eye on that. Yep. Other than that, everybody's cleared no suspensions. Uh, we don't, there's no injuries that we know of either. So you're talking clear slate. Greg Vanny will get to pick anybody he wants. Um, looking at Seattle real quick, Jordan Morris has six goals. Uh, Nico Ladero and uh, Rui Rui Diaz have uh, five uh, apiece. Uh, they're missing uh, Joao, Joao Paulo, right? In, Joao Paulo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, in the midfield. And that's sort of been one of those things. Rusnak uh, was expected to sort of be this guy who came in there and really 
you know, sort of yeah. solidified things. He, we were upset about it. <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. I don't know that he fits well in their system, but he's a good player, and he tends to torch the LA Galaxy anytime he played him with RSL. Expect some of that against the LA Galaxy because he seems to get up playing playing against the Galaxy. Sort of look at that. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Fry has four shutouts. Jonathan Bond has seven shutouts. Only four shutouts for Fry. Uh, he was also injured for a little bit, and so they split some time with the other goalkeeper. Uh, saves 62 for Jonathan Bond, 57 for Stefan Fry. 64.6% uh, save percentage for Bond, 69.5% save percentage for uh, for Stefan Fry. So that's sort of uh, just taking a look real quickly at that. I'm trying to think if I had any other stats. Oh, this was an important one. Last win over Seattle was 3-0 on September 23rd, um, and that was 2018, I believe. Yeah. Um, Zlatan. Yeah, 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 I was going to say Zlatan, Ola Kamara, and Ima Boatank scored the goals um, in order to shut out that. Uh, the Galaxy are 0-5-3 since that, uh, allowing uh, 19 goals and scoring just 11 goals against Seattle. There's a lot of 3 nothing wins. There's like three 3 nothing wins for Seattle in that streak. Um, so not a team that the LA Galaxy have... Uh, been real fortunate against, I guess, recently, although you could say that about most teams when you've been as bad as the LA Galaxy since 2017, right? Yeah, so that that's the things seem to be lining up. It's, you know, the, without Joe Paulo, it seems like this, he's a guy who's kind of the heart of their lineup. Rusnak, like you said, he was someone who was disappointed, ended up in Seattle, but he doesn't quite seem to fit there too. So, But sometimes those are the players, like you said, this is their game to, to kind of break out. So I, I look at it, but I also look at the Seattle team not not that you know they're they're bad but this is something they're kind of on the tail end of their hot streak especially after their CCL win that maybe they're starting to lose a little bit of that magic and so maybe if we're we're catching them you know coming in at the right time a little bit wounded uh and so i i think that there's an opportunity for the galaxy to walk away with some points here yeah by the way there's uh there's more and more little things that are seem to be popping up about uh, about Martinez. Yeah, right? Caceres. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that, that was our fault for just knocking that out and saying no way because uh, it seems to be moving forward. So, good times. I just want to put it out there. I, here's the deal. The LA Galaxy absolutely can do, like I said, there's solutions to all of the answers. No international slot, no um, no uh, roster spot. Those are all sort of solved. If you had an international player that you could move somewhere, you could get both of those things um, and then sort of tied up against the cap and how much money you can actually pay somebody. If all those things can be said, maybe it's a short-term contract. Maybe it's just for 10 games and maybe it goes away after that. Or maybe the LA Galaxy are thinking down the road that Julian Araujo is going to be sold either now or is going to be sold in the wintertime. That seems, yeah. I think wintertime is the better scenario for the LA Galaxy. But if you can bring somebody in now who then is going to start and replace and carry over at 35 years old, a little long in the tooth, but as a defender, you can survive that, right? I mean, there's there's more than that. So, um, so anyway, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit on that. By the way, Robert uh, gave us a $2 super chat and said, uh, please check the multiple sources on, on Caceres. Yeah, we're, we're on top of it. So, um, We'll uh, we'll go ahead and try to I'll, I'll start texting people and seeing if any of this is real. Um, but more than likely, I'll be editing a show, so we'll probably know a little bit more. If well, let's let's cut it right now. Congratulations to the LA Galaxy. You have signed Martin Caceres. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, you know, welcome to the club. We're excited to have you. Uh, so uh, just throw that in there, okay. or, or cut it out. Or, I was going to say here's here's the <laughs> other part of that. Uh, Caceres, that rumor's not real. Uh, it never was real. I don't know who was saying it, and uh, that's it. There we go. We've covered both bases for you now, just in case either one of those right. happens. We've got it in the bank, as they say in the biz. That's right. That's right. So we'll do it. Um, and by the way, I do like zero editing to uh, to that, so those <laughs> will both be in the show. Um, uh, where where do you, do you put this? Yeah, give me five thirty eight. I didn't even look it up. 
All right. So, so fun thing. One thing that we've been tracking is a percentage to make the playoffs. So last week, the Galaxy were at 61% to make the playoffs. And this goes back to the points per game thing. You right. win, and all of a sudden, your points per game goes up and your chances go up. So they actually jumped up 10%. So the Galaxy now have a 71% chance to make the playoffs. So a pretty big jump, uh, one of the highest percentages they've had in the last month. So that those three points against a Western Conference rival had a huge impact in this possible playoff run in the last 10 games. Looking at the game itself, the Galaxy are at 48% chance to win via 538. Seattle's at a 27% chance to win and then a 25% chance for a draw. So I like to point out that this is the highest percentage or the lowest percentage, but it's pretty much middle of the middle of the pack here. So basically you're more likely, you know, just barely to see a draw or a loss than a win. So it's not above that 50% threshold, but they are still, uh, you know, almost twice the favorite uh, of Seattle there. And the Bovada, if you're going with, uh, you know, some Vegas odds there as well, the Galaxy are at minus 105, and then Seattle's at plus 260. So kind of mirroring that the Galaxy are twice as likely to win, uh, but it's probably going to be a close game. I don't think we're going to see a blowout this time. No, I don't. And and I'm trying to think of the tactics that sort of work for this. Cause Seattle is a team that has sat back and sort of countered and used the speed with Morris and, and Roldan and, and all those um, guys and, and certainly with Rusnak through the middle and Rui Diaz and all those things that really have some speed, some speed and attack, maybe not all out speed, although Jordan Morris is plenty quick. Um, however you, you look at that. I feel like Seattle isn't just going to sit back. I feel like Seattle knows that. I mean, Brian Schmetzer was out there saying we're running out of time. Um, if we're going to make a move, it has to be this. And so why not make a move against the, the LA Galaxy? They have one less day of rest um, because they played on Sunday. Um, and so then they traveled down um, and uh, they'll be here. And so now they play on Friday, right? So a little bit shorter yep. week for them. But for the most part, everybody still had enough time to recover and do everything they had. So but one less day. They do have to travel. So it. it with teams who are this close in the standings and maybe this close in form, that travel and the one day less rest, that could be enough to where you fall asleep in the 89th minute and the Galaxy, you know, score that that one zero goal and that could be the difference. I for me, I I look in there and say uh, that the Galaxy probably line up in a four two three one. It's where they're most comfortable. They're going to try to yeah. dictate pace, try to dictate possession. Ricky was talking about Greg's uh, sort of ideas and how they they're similar to what Barcelona is, which is we have to have the ball in order to control the game in order to win the game. The Galaxy have had difficulty controlling games. That first time they really did it is against Vancouver. Um, even in games where they had soundly beat somebody, rarely was the possession the reason that they were able to sort of beat somebody in, in this particular case, the possession and the counterattacking sort of uh, piled up together to do that. So I expect the Galaxy to sort of sit in that 4-2-3-1. I expect Ricky's absolutely going to play. I'm still up in the air about whether or not he starts. Um, but that means for me, Douglas Costa starts on the bench and you're going to see pretty much a repeat lineup uh, going. If they're not going to start Ricky, it's an exact repeat lineup. I don't think you change anything except for Derek Williams comes sure. in and uh, slides back into the center back position. You could figure out whether you're going to play Nick or, or, or Sega. Um, I think it's kind of a coin flip, but I would probably stick with Sega, even though he's on yellow card warning um, with that one. So yeah. I, I think that all stays the same. I think that if you're looking for sub patterns, you're going to look for guys like like Ricky coming off the bench, um, maybe for the final 30 minutes, or he goes for 60, 65 minutes and then Victor Vasquez comes in. It's it's a luxury the Galaxy haven't had in terms of having somebody who plays basically the same position as Victor. That, that's what I'm looking forward to and why I say don't change a thing because it really worked that first half last week if they can replicate that they'll be in good shape and then you'll have a bit of a cushion to bring ricky in someone who we've mentioned it in recent weeks i think efra coming off the bench has been working so you know that maybe is a motivational factor for him he's coming in he's playing well day on we know what he've done so 
you know, we were talking about bringing in Ricky Puj, Efren Alvarez, who, who's been playing well the last couple of games, and then Dejan Jovalic, who we know he could do. Those are your three subs to come on and either save a game or make something happen. I like those chances as well. So here I am, feeling good about the LA Galaxy so, some, as some, they go in against the Seattle Sounders. Somebody said then that breaking news with Martin Caceres. Yeah, I, I <laughs> good was times. Gonna, I'm, I'm seeing verbal agreement. Yeah, yeah, has I, been I, reached. So. Yeah, I've heard fun that times. Write um, <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I would only say that somebody said that you need to continue to keep picking the Galaxy to lose because you did last time okay. and they and they won. So I, I don't want to influence you. Um, you want our prediction then? Yeah, go ahead. So in my heart, I want to say they win, but also I can see this being a 2-2 draw. I, I could see them letting Seattle in. I don't think they're going to get a shutout. I think Seattle, with the attacking players they have, they're going to get some goals. So it's just going to be a matter if the Galaxy can match that. I, I'm seeing a one point. I'm seeing a draw come out of this one. Okay. So how's that? Um, I don't. It felt fence sitting. You, you know, it felt <laughs> like you were really trying to hedge on both ways. Um, I said two one against Vancouver. I was really close, five two. That's basically the same. Um, I'm gonna say this is gonna be a weird game, isn't it? It's gonna be. I don't. I don't like this game. I like the game in terms of I like the the attempt for the LA Galaxy to prove themselves. Um, I, I feel like you don't become a championship team. You don't get better. And certainly a team that has been as negative as that can be this year in terms of following up wins with losses or, or other things like that. I, I really feel like eventually this team learns and has the confidence to be able to carry momentum through from game to game. And, and I feel like with Ricky that there will be enough hype involved and enough people around yeah. um, that the, the Galaxy will come out with plenty of of it this time. Right. Like they're going to yeah. be they're going to be buzzing. Well, and that's why I'm fence sitting and kind of saying the same. I said the same thing last week. I, you know, I have to go with my eyes telling me they're going to lose. But, you know, that should be a game that they turn around. Same thing here. I've seen the Galaxy mess up and fumble fumble in these situations. But with Ricky coming in, them coming in, everything's lining up. This should be, you know, a 2-0, 3-0, maybe a definitive win. And maybe, you know, put Seattle out of their misery and the Galaxy can continue rolling all the way to the end. It, it could very much be that. But again, I'm not looking at their form. They win some, they lose some, not winning two games in a row. Uh, they did at the beginning of the season and then early April. They haven't done it since then. So I don't know that I can feel totally confident betting on a Galaxy win, although they should. They should be able to do it. 2-1 LA, sh- LA Galaxy. That's where I'm I love going. it. I love it. Rick, Ricky scores his first goal. He's not even the guy wow. who's, who's supposed to be known it. Uh, I love it. Can I tell you that I reached out to the LA Galaxy about the Caceres uh, rumor? Let's hear it. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh from the LA Galaxy, the LA Galaxy does not comment on players not officially signed by the club. There's a lot of room in that one. I'm used to getting answers <laughs> about different things. And let me just say that there's there's plenty of room in there to not dismiss that. So, um, yeah, go with that for where it is. Uh, I would say that there's there's probably something there. Uh, at least at least a little more heat than than perhaps there was at the beginning. Because I've seen about seven different rumors of people coming to the LA Galaxy recently. And most of them have been laughable in terms of... We'll see how they how they finish all that if, if indeed they do and who moves and how they move stuff again, flexibility, moving parts, moving pieces. Sometimes it's like a, it's like a, what is it? The, the, the cup game where you move it around and you try yeah. to find the ball. Yeah. That's, Which, I feel like that's what they do with the, these rosters sometimes. And this may also signal farewell, Julian Araujo. Cause that could be one of those things. Maybe there's a deal happening on the other side and that's why yep. you're making this deal. So yep. that you could read the writing on the wall there too. 
That's what really, th- just imagine though, just before we completely leave and, and we'll leave it on a cliffhanger and we'll come back on Monday and we'll figure out where all this is. But just imagine though, the LA Galaxy going into basically 10 must wins slash can't lose games in order to make the playoffs for the first time since 2019 are going to have a bl- brand new right back 35 year old defender and they're getting rid of one of their most energetic players for I would imagine is anywhere between if you're le- losing them right now, somebody pay- paid a premium for him. Yeah. Uh, so between four and eight million dollars is my guess. Um, and so if that's the case, because I was like, hey, go ahead and sell them, but loan them back for the rest of the thing. If that's the case, that's that's, that's the that's the dream. That's, some, that's keep them to the end of the season right. and then let them go on and, and be successful at the end. Uh, that's, 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 there's some huevos on the people in charge if that's the particular (laughs) case, because if you miss the playoffs, that certainly could be a reason is that you don't have Julian Araujo who has been, and people can say he's been inconsistent. He has been, but he is absolutely a force in terms of the energy and the, and the, the guy you want on the field and yeah. And, and the, the competitiveness of him, he's a, he's a guy who fights and does all those stuff. So anyway, that's where we got. Uh, we good. I think we're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we broke news. We, we uh, talked about our ethics. I, th- I think we covered a lot here. Yeah, there was uh, there was a lot of stuff. I, I hope everybody uh, had a good time, uh, and so uh, we'll see how how all of this uh, plays out. But certainly a Friday <laughs> night game. I'm We're scrambling uh, right now. I know. By the time you listen to this, Caceres has signed. The Galaxy have won. Yeah, yeah this, this is this is an obsolete show anyway. Do you know how many people listen to the show like after the game is already over? Like so many people, and I'm always it's weird, like, right? <laughs> like like half the people will listen before, and then like another half listen after, and I'm like. You, but it's about stuff that doesn't even matter anymore. Like we're not, we are not that entertaining in order to, by the way, uh, the, I talked to the Vancouver, uh, radio guys, uh, before the game, I was on the Vancouver radio and they were like, oh man, you and Eric are so funny. Right. And the whole day. And I'm like, he must've been talking about Eric. Like I didn't, we're, I don't, we're not we're a comedy big in show. Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. We're huge yeah. in Vancouver. That's how yeah, it goes. Big Portuguese population. Yeah. Giant, giant. That's, <laughs> that's what there it is. is. There really is. Is there? Is there? there really is. Okay. We're everywhere, man. Of course you are. Of course, yeah. that makes some sense. All right. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you? We'll get on out of here. Let's go. All right. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Hammer EV. You can also find me on Instagram at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, at Galaxy Podcast Corner. The Galaxy.com is where you can find all of our reporting on different things. Any of our articles we write, all of our shows, all the videos, YouTube, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, any of those places. Uh, you can certainly find the show. All right. I think that all does it. Friday Night Lights, LA Galaxy, and Seattle Sounders coming up tomorrow, less than 24 hours away. Friday night, some good time. 7, 708 is your kickoff. All right. For Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Beer, I'm Josh Patrick Esman. You've been listening. You've been watching to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.